All right, let's see if this is working. What's going on, people? Welcome back to the Macchiato Podcast. I'm chilling with you. It's Sunday. When you're listening to this, I'm recording this on Saturday. So, you know, beginning of a weekend. I've had a long week, long, tiring week, man. Um, mainly due to my, due to work, like day job stuff. Because I don't think I went out um, that much. I went out just once. I had a, I had a roast battle this week. Um, so you guys might know I won the first rose battle. Yeah, so it's, I got first in the first rose battle and I got second in the second rose battle. But it's okay. Um, it was a good experience and I really did enjoy the sport of it. So, and then here's the thing. Uh, I actually, I, I wrote a lot of the jokes and uh, I got a very good lineup. And what I mean by that is the opponents that I were facing um, due to the lots drawn were like I couldn't have asked for a better lineup uh, because the jokes that I had written those were the guys that I got so you know I managed to have a lot of lines premeditated for like the dude who was coming up you know oh there's a sick um, and then maybe he's a bit fat so I can talk about that um, you know there's a Korean guy I can talk about that um, last time I was facing a Chinese guy uh, and then I said, oh, you know, Roy is only here because uh, he thought this was Squid Game. So it turns out he's actually Korean. So so it's like I'm so you have a racist so hard that you're intelligent. Uh, I was I was way more accurate than I thought. I thought I was just being dumb. But like turns out I was way more savage than I I could have even creatively envisioned. So I'm, that was really cool. That was like that wasn't even me. I think that was like God at work. Uh, anyway, before the show, something interesting happened. So, I know you guys are dying to hear episodes with my girl. You know, I did miss stories with my girl. Uh, she was waiting for me at uh, where we usually have dinner before a show. And some dude uh, tried hitting on her. And she was not having it at all. You know, these pickup artist dudes. Because now there's a new wave of, like, TikTok pickup artists. And <laughs> the things they're doing is very cringe, you know. He's very annoying. But other than that... It's still a pretty bad idea. Uh, and my girl had to handle herself. She started lying. She was like, oh, my name's Sarah. <laughs> that kind of thing. And uh, dropping in the, the, <laughs> the word that girls think will destroy a pickup artist. She was like, I'm waiting for my boyfriend. Yeah, but th- those dudes, they don't really care. You know what I mean? It's like they're taught to not care about that. Because they're like, it's like the first page of the book. You know, if there's a goalkeeper, you can still score. That kind of mentality. Um, it, it's it's completely nonsense and it doesn't really work as well. Uh, it's just that some people do it because they think it's a let's see it's it's a more um, it's a good alternative to using dating apps. That's what they think, um, but they're actually the same thing. You know, pickup is basically dog shit and dating apps is basically dog shit wrapped in cat shit. It's the same thing. It's just that dating apps kind of make it a thousand times faster. Doesn't matter. So my girl was so annoyed. I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. I I don't think my girl has ever been hit on since I got together with her, which kind of makes sense because I'm always beside her, right? And if you see me with her, right, uh, you're probably gonna think, "Oh, that's her gay best friend." No, shut up. <laughs> you're just probably gonna assume that I'm her boyfriend, because that's what people were assuming when we were just friends and before we got together. You know, we'd be hanging out all the time, right? And then people always thought that we were together. Yeah. Well, we had a inside joke like the entire NTU thinks we're hooking up. 
Ah, well, I didn't know. I didn't know that these people were doing the squid game joke before I was, you know. They were more accurate than I could give them credit. Mm. <laughs> Even I didn't know. <laughs> That's they they sometimes they can some people can see the things you do that even you can't see. You know, you're blind to your own antics a lot of the time. But it takes a third party or third person's perspective uh to really wake you up. Cool stuff. And gotta jump back to the rose battle. At the end of the rose battle, some of the comics who knew me, they came up to me and uh, we were discussing some stuff. Uh, and then I got some valuable feedback. And it was the kind of feedback. So I got the feedback on Thursday night, right? And the whole Friday I was thinking about it. I was racking my mind trying to see if, you know, if what they were saying, was it truly applicable to how I was thinking, how I was approaching things. So the feedback I got was I was pulling my punches. I wasn't going as hard as I could have on the finalist, on the champion. Uh, then, so yeah, uh, the other guy, uh, the other guy such, uh, who has gotten me on a comedy show before uh, at Cult Cafe, <laughs> and uh, hopefully uh, he'll get me again. He said, you know, you're your sense of humor is really is really dark i was hoping to see more of that like you could have really destroyed him uh and so it got me thinking like was i going easy on him what what actually happened and uh if i were to deconstruct it i think in the i i was consistently good throughout that's how i got that's how i got to the finals i don't like to be uh you know a one squirt wonder and just have one good joke and then the rest of my time i'm just wasting it right i cons the consistent good jokes the consistent creativity that's the key uh and i kind of took a risk and in the first the first guy that i was against think of it as like a qualifying round right i wanted to make fun of his lazy eye but i was roasting his lazy eye a lot in my head and i wrote jokes for that but turns out you can't really see his lazy eye from where you're sitting so people couldn't see it's not as obvious as like a bald guy would be so i can make fun of a bald guy right ha ha you look like a monk something like that or i can go darker and i can say you know uh i hope you hear back from the make a wish foundation that kind of thing i, I could really do it so i think the mistake i made was i thought that the joke didn't work because people don't like dark humor but the truth is people like dark humor it's just that that particular joke didn't work but you know it's not fair for me to throw out the baby with the bathwater. so i had to i think it's good to learn from my mistakes but i think i didn't quite understand what was my mis what was my mistake at that point in time so i i kind of got it right now and then after i cracked that code within myself i started writing a little bit more and some dark stuff came up and i'm very happy about it yeah, I'm. I'm really, I'm. I'm really kind of getting into this groove and uh, trying to figure out what kind of comic I want to be because I know I want to be brilliant. I know I want to be. I know I want to be creative. I want. Uh, when you hear my jokes, right? I want you to feel smart, right? That's what I want. Uh, that cleverness is what I'm going for. You know, because it's not easy. I think it's really fun for me to work out a puzzle to write something, you know, have a lot of layers in it. But when I write it, it's kind of packaged in, you know, a, a very sh short line, a one liner or a few words, that kind of thing. And then it goes 
through the years into your mind and then there's an explosion uh, that's kind of what I want to go for um, so I do have to I, I, I like to assume that my audience is smart that is usually the case and uh, I'm not saying that because we're in Singapore but usually your audience is smarter than you give them credit for uh, so I would be more inclined to think that if a joke didn't work it's simply because it didn't have that punch or it just wasn't that funny uh, because people more likely than not got it. But this isn't always the case as well, because sometimes w people are just not aware of the references you're making. Uh, this dude, Roy, in, during the Rose Battle, he was talking about something like the Rainbow Center or something. Uh, that's actually a very good dark joke. It's a reference to, I think, a, is it a hospital? Some, something like some disabled, I don't know, right? It's some kind of thing. I, even I don't know what it is. It's not famous enough, so you can't, you can't really uh, reference it. Maybe this is why you need to we need to read news like crazy because if you read the news religiously, you can assume that everyone else also reads the news, especially the big news. So people are now aware of this context, the current affairs context, and you can really play with that. You know, so Joseph Schooling, you know, got caught for weed. That is kind of like a hot topic context right now and you can play with that um i don't think it's going to stand the test of time because another news story will come in and break you know break headlines in like a month um that's the society you live in that's just journalism how it, that's how it is anyway uh just gotta keep uh, forging ahead and i have to be consistently good keep trying my best and then you know this is a decades-long art, you know? Um, so I'm going to really, really apply myself because I love this. Roger Federer retiring, you know, his last line was finally to the sport of tennis, I love you and I'll never leave you, right? Oh, man, everyone would tear up if they, you know, when they read that or heard that. Um, if you love a sport or art that much, right, I'd really empathize. My goodness. It was <laughs> it was interesting because Serena is retiring and then Federer is retiring. So I'm not sure if people are going to watch tennis anymore. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wasn't watching tennis before this anyway. Uh, is, but this is a big one. I mean, Federer is kind of like the MG of tennis, right? Uh, I don't know if you support Nadal or if you support Djokovic, then suck my balls. I don't care. Um, Federer was cool-headed, you know, he's mature, he's, you know, his, his grace, so I give it to him, I really give it to him, actually, actually who am I to, like, give it to him, I've never played tennis in my life, <laughs> just me talking out of my butt, as always, okay, I have about 10 more minutes uh, before I wrap up the podcast, and I think I, okay, nine more minutes, I think I have a story that can really fill up the time. So you guys know that, and I've joked about the the Jiga chat in my office, right? So there's one dude who's like my height. He's actually a little bit taller, but it doesn't matter. He's like a bodybuilder, that kind of thing, right? So we're kind of having a we're kind of having a debate now, like which of which one of us is more boring? Because we both don't drink, don't smoke. Um, here's the thing: he doesn't even drink coffee. I I drink coffee like like a white girl, and so I was, okay fine so I have, I have one point um i he had alcohol like once you know but that doesn't even really even the score 
but doesn't matter um <laughs> once he uh, w- once the uh he asked me you know through the the first my first first friend office law <laughs> he asked me like where'd you go uh on your first date and you know with my girl uh, we went to the mcdonald's uh, because we had sentimental value that's kind of how we would spend our time when we were friends uh it was a very nice romantic uh, west coast pop mcdonald's and it meant a lot to us <laughs> it was also cheap uh <laughs> anyway that won't work if it's like a online dating kind of person you're meeting too bad anyway back to the debate i was having with the giga chat uh so i i, I told him that i ran around the office area and then uh he asked me like oh what's the what's your distance that kind of thing oh i said i said four miles and then he said fuck you give me in kilometers <laughs> okay fine I also step right. Go and say miles, but the reason I say miles is because it sounds cooler than saying kilometers, and then uh, it's one syllable. You know what I mean? I don't want to say uh, click. A kilometer can be click, right? But click sounds very NS, so I, that's why I say miles. It just sounds cooler. I love it. You know, I'm but I'm very step American. Doesn't matter. Uh, then I showed him my Strava, and then the translation to kilometers and minutes were there, right? And he was like, why is damn fast? I was like, yeah, the secret is McDonald's. And he was like, dude, I haven't eaten McDonald's in like 14 years. I was like, holy shit. Like, this guy's going to live to 200, yeah. And I asked him, like, how, like, how strict are you? Um, but it's not like he's strict with his diet. It's just, it's a habit. And then he doesn't like all the other stuff. Because uh, turns out he was, he was a Zizbra, you know? He was a Zizbra back in the day and he started gymming, uh, that kind of thing. I was like, wow, don't you Ziz, 22 years old, died in a sauna, that kind of thing. What a way to go. <laughs> yeah, and so he got one on me. So it turns out one boring thing that I do that he doesn't do is sleep early and wake up early. Uh, the exception is when I have comedy nights. But other than that, right, for me, I cherish my sleep like crazy. Like, I converted my girl into a morning bird and early sleeper that kind of thing and she was you know it was difficult to convince her but when we were friends she also asked me like how on earth are you going to if when you become a father right make your babies go to sleep i said pills whatever it doesn't matter um so so yeah now now the giga chad and i are even We're, we're even now that's what i thought and then when he looked at the phone that I was using to show him a Strava, he was like, what phone is that? Because as you guys know, the recent iPhone release was iPhone 14. I'm using an iPhone 8, which is five years old. Why am I using it? Because it still works fine. Okay. And also face ID is annoying as hell, uh, especially if you have a mask. And I just don't like spending money on things for the sake of it you know so i use an iphone 8 then he looked at me and was like wow how how do you <laughs> does this use infrared i was like what's you're roasting my phone now i asked him what phone do you have and then he's like i have an android fuck you how can how can an android an iphone 4 is better than an android okay i have an iphone 8 you cannot roast my phone dude i don't care what android you have oh the meme is how android is a shitty phone <laughs> this guy had so much ego without ever checking his phone this is nonsense 
my, my girl is exactly the same because she used to be an Android user for the longest time. And now she has an iPhone, right? But I can tell she's going to switch back. She's going to switch back in no time. She's almost, she's anticipating her phone breaking. She's like, she wants to drop it a few times <laughs> to go back to the Android good old days. She's like, what the fuck is AirDrop? I was like, ah, Android don't have man, that kind of thing. And then she's like, uh, how do I close all the apps at the same time? I was like, oh no, you have to double tap and then you have to swipe, 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 swipe. It's like, are you so burdened? Wow. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah, I love the ego that Android users have. And they, they throw shit on us Apple users. <laughs> but back to the Jigga chat, right? Turns out he eats broccoli, chicken breast and brown rice at home for years so then i was like okay like this guy is a straight up zizbra chessbra you know what i mean mike chang kind of dude already he's an athlete x kind of dude already you know he's he's a bodybuilder pretty much he just doesn't compete uh, i i give it to him now the dedication is impressive i don't i honestly if you guys listen to the episode about me hating the gym you would know that i have zero tolerance for that lifestyle i can here's the thing i can be disciplined but I don't like to be spending money. You know what I mean? All the, the bodybuilding food is expensive. Gym memberships are expensive. Whey protein is expensive. Creatine is expensive. And then like, why on earth, you know, do I need five minutes to set up a squat, which I'm only going to do for like 30 seconds per set? You know what I mean? 30 seconds, yeah. It's five squats is like 30 seconds, what? And you're like, no, no, no. You can do it for one minute if you go down and hold and then go up and hold. Even then, I'm not going to spend five minutes racking a barbell and then become tired racking the barbell until when I do the squat, I'm like, oh, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Please kill me. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, when it comes to fitness, man, I just... Uh, the fitness that I choose, basically what I want is I want it to be as cheap as possible and I want it to be uh, like the least crowded possible spots and like leave me alone so i don't like team sports i don't like uh doing sports with other people my girl likes that you know she's doing way again uh so she's in classes and that kind of thing she does yoga all the kind of she, so she's a she's an introverted person but she's an extroverted exerciser i'm kind of like the opposite yeah uh but everyone has their own preferences so i'm not gonna knock that but i will knock myself out of the gym i'm sorry i'm out can't do it too. Can't do it. I get PTSD just thinking about it. You know? And then now, thanks to my stupid one free Safra Gym experience, right? They ruined a beautiful song. They ruined Chris Medina to me, you know? I can't lift a weight without hearing him talk about a girlfriend that he actually left. Mm. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, it's been a good episode. And I've been telling you about the stuff that has happened this week, as I always do. Uh, I want to let you guys know that I have shows coming up, but I, I find it difficult to invite people because they have to pay money. With Mary Lyon or with NTU shows, right, they were free. I could get people to come in because the venues would earn money by selling drinks and that kind of thing. So I'm just really waiting for a free show to pop up and then you know they can make the customers buy drinks and that's how they make their money you know like a two drink minimum something like that that would be preferable that's what i'm waiting for 
So I'm kind of waiting for a few things at the same time. It's like a Gustafson law, you know. Gustafson law is basically like, if you're gonna wait for ten minutes, right? In that ten minutes, do like a whole bunch of things. You know, so while waiting for a free venue to open up, I'm also polishing my set and making it really kilat. You know, kilat is a. I find it ironic because kilat is shiny, but then I'm trying to make my jokes as dark as possible. Hmm. Figure it out, lah. It's maybe the word kilat. Don't take it too literally, lah. You know, think of it like um, I'm making. I'm making my humor cut deep, you know? Yeah, really cut deep. Like, it's an idea that will stick in your mind. Something like that, yeah. After you leave the club, you're still thinking about it. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. That's kind of what I'm going for when I say I'm going for billions. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. I'll catch you next week. Peace.